1: We thank you for listening. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. I'm your host, Larry Elise, and today on Murder Monday, we're diving into the murder of Alina Godino. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Audible, for sponsoring this episode. If you're a fan of audiobooks from any kind of genre, you want to check out Audible for a three or excuse me for a free uh, three month trial and a free audiobook of your choice head on over to audibletrial.com slash leary21. As always, the link will be in the description. Without further ado, on to today's topic. In February 2019, Alina arrived at the London Road bus stop to pick up her children from school. Her three-year-old accompanied her, eager to see her siblings. However, a man struck Alini before they could get to the school. The attack was so brutal, that Alini could not possibly have survived it. Alini grew up in the Brazilian city of Belo Horizonte. After graduating high school, she got a couple of part-time jobs to help her parents run the house. Alini started working full-time at a clothes store when she was 22 years old, having no idea it would lead lead her to meet her soulmate. Ricardo Gandino was 24 and was making his delivery rounds at the store. When he first came across Alini, the two remained friends for two years and got to know one each other before starting a relationship in March 2003. In the following months, Alini planned to relocate to London, England with Ricardo permanently. She saw the move as a better bet for their promising future. The opportunity presented itself when she learned that Ricardo was eligible to seek an Italian passport due to his Italian ancestry so they devised a way to guarantee the relocation in September 2003. Ricardo forged their marriage certificate to convince the emigration officials to let them visit London for their honeymoon. However, it was too much to expect for a happy ending. Over the next four years, the couple established themselves in London, where Alini eventually became pregnant with their first child. They were eager to raise a family together, but did not anticipate the unthinkable. Their baby boy was born with significant health complications. Since treating him in a hospital would have exposed their illegal immigration, they had returned to Brazil in late 2008. While their son recovered and became healthy, Alini's marriage suffered. Ricardo found the transition back to taxi, turning to drug use as a type of self-medication. It caused him to become so unreasonable and short-tempered that Alini no longer recognized him. Nonetheless, she stuck at his side for several years, during which she gave birth to two more sons. Alini secretly hoped for the previous Ricardo, the one she had fallen in love with, to resurface. However, it was all wishful thinking, and she eventually reached her limit. Alini had enough when Ricardo began beating her in 2014. She separated from him to give him time to rethink his priorities. After a short period... Ricardo appeared at her doorstep, begging her to accept him again so they could move back to London. Alini reluctantly agreed. However, Ricardo did not keep his word to improve his d- behavior. In 2015, just as Alini was about to leave him for good, she discovered she was pregnant with her baby daughter. So despite feeling stuck in the marriage, she chose to stay. Surprisingly, Ricardo tried to change his ways with the birth of his daughter. He founded a startup called Gadino Maintenance in October 2016 and asked Alini to marriage it excuse me, to manage its finances. The business grew over time and Ricardo became a better husband and father. Alino began to hope again, but it did not last. The company faced a setback in 2018, for which Ricardo accused Alini and beat her badly. When she said she was done with him, he threatened to shoot her and ripped the children's passports in rage. That was when Alini realized he would never change and planned her escape. Alini waited until December before she packed her bags and crushed the sleeping pill into Ricardo's food. While he dozed off, she fled the house with her children to a friend's place. However, Alini did not feel safe even there, especially after Ricardo had tried to break in once. She then called the police, saying, I have dreams he is trying to kill me. She and her children were then transferred to an emergency shelter in Streatham. However, Ricardo was not going to let Alini go that easily. He hired someone to hack her iCloud account to know her whereabouts. Ricardo observed her for a month before he decided to surprise her. On February 8th, 2019, Alini took the bus to London Road with her three-year-old daughter to pick up her sons from school. While she got off at the bus stop... Ricardo waited for her in his car, parked at the corner of the street. As soon as the bus pulled away, he ran up to Alini, brandishing a huge chef's knife. Ricardo gripped her firmly, forcing her to release her daughter's hand. Alini began to panic, her mind flashing a warning. Was this the end? What would happen to her kids? Alini begged Ricardo to let her go for their toddler's sake, who was watching them with petrified eyes. She erupted into tears when she saw her mother in distress, but Ricardo barely spared her a glance. He snickered at Eleni before plunging the knife into her chest. She screamed in agony, her gaze drawn to the passerby who were too afraid to interfere and rescue her. Ricardo stabbed Eleni six times in the neck and chest. He threw the knife away as she collapsed on the road and sped away. Appalled by what they had just seen, the onlookers hurried to Eleni's frightened daughter. Urging her to turn her gaze away from her dead mother, they couldn't. Or excuse me. They contacted 911 and comforted the girl who couldn't stop repeating, "Mummy's not coming back." Emergency personnel rushed to the crime scene, but it was too late. Alene's injuries were too severe for her to be saved. The officer had goosebumps as they listened to the testimonies of the witnesses and realized the lifelong mental trauma inflicted on the little girls. Investigators sealed the crime scene and checked the CCTV cameras nearby to identify the murderer. Even though they could not see Ricardo's face, they could see the license plate captured on tape. After that, it did not take long for the officers to take Ricardo into custody. He initially claimed his innocence and refused to participate in the interrogation. When the investigator later revealed a mountain of evidence against him, he admitted, quote, I killed my wife because of fucking problems. Ricardo was then charged with Eleni's murder and consequently found guilty by the jury on July 18, 2019. He received a sentence of life imprisonment with a mandatory 27 years behind bars. The judge stated during the final verdict, quote, You left your daughter watching her mother die. No child should ever have to see what your three-year-old daughter saw that day. Following the trial, social workers took res- responsibility for Alini's children and facilitated their adoption into foster care. Before we go, let us know your thoughts on this case in the comment section below. As always, give us a thumbs up if you like our video, subscribe to the channel, uh, follow us on uh, social media on uh, Facebook at True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast, and on Twitter over there at True Crime NS. And if you want to support the channel, you can buy us a coffee at slash TCNS. Your support helps the channel grow, upgrade our equipment bring new hosts, be able to pay them. And before we go, as always, thank you so much for watching and listening. We will see you next time. You have been listening to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Facebook at True Crime Never Sleeps podcast and on Twitter at True Crime NS. And follow us on Instagram at True Crime Never Sleeps. Thanks for watching. If you want to support the show, Buy us a coffee at BuyMeACoffee.com slash TCNN. Or become a patron at Patreon.com slash True Crime Never Sleeps.